Hello and welcome back to the Snake's Paw. Tonight on Basic Pitches, we will be featuring our first ever guest pitcher. Uh, hello, hello. Longtime friend of the show, actress extraordinaire, and voice of Thunderclops, Destroyer of Worlds from Starship Mudskipper. <laughs> Erica Durr. Oh, thank you, Jack, for such a marvelous introduction. I'm very excited to uh, pitch my basic pitch, and uh, hopefully someone will hear it and make it into a movie. All right, without any further ado, let's get this show on the road. Absolutely. So Santa Claus, vampire, and hunter? So take it away. So that's our that's our concept is that Claus, that is in fact our, yes well I mean vampire Santa slash Claus. hunter I gotcha <laughs> so okay. it's like um, okay. uh, renegade you know outlaw hunting outlaws like he'll Santa come and Claus, leave you presents vampire hunting vampires so, vampire hunting vampires well, well, <laughs> just a quick question because yeah. <laughs> if you're a vampire you need to be invited into a house this well, this so. is great thank you for is that the question. chimney like the exception is that the the secret way like <laughs> the back door that all the other vampires haven't figured out it's an ex- <laughs> it's an excellent question not so much that but the entire concept of christmas is inviting the spirit into your heart so Whoa. with the You'll- erection of a christmas tree <laughs> with the erection of a christmas tree with the creation of the cookies and the milk and the invitation to have santa into your home one can argue that that is functional enough for him to let himself in your I front mean, door. I mean, descending of a list of requests, too. Absolutely. You expect... I mean, at that point, you've entered into a contract with Seriously. Santa. It's I the mean, reason why yeah. Santa never visits houses of people who don't celebrate Christmas. It's because he literally can't. <laughs> right. I mean, Santa, right. especially he is St. Nick, presumably he would be evangelizing for the Christian faith pretty heavily, but not being allowed to by virtue of his vampiric limitations, has to throw a, a, a chick tract down the the chimney or something like that, which presumably gets burned up in the process, unfortunately. So then the question also becomes, is this a heartwarming story of redemption? (laughs) No, no, no. If we're going to do vampire hunting vampires, we're going to see how dark can we get the Santa mythos. And uh, I I like the idea that if we're going to say that Santa is a vampire, then of course the elves, uh, I humbly submit that they are the the ones that never made the full transition from Mm. human to vampire. They are the zombies that are thralled yeah, by Santa. Yeah, like the um, Renfields. Yes, they're yeah. the they're like the Renfields. They're like the the half mutated zombies that he keeps at the North Pole where the sun doesn't shine. Which <laughs> which then also raises other considerations because in horror lore, there's so many different types of vampires. I mean, right. there's the sparkly Twilight vampire. I don't know if that's in horror we call lore. That horror lore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that I would adjacent to horror. They're the same I think that's sparkly down the street vampires. around the corner and by enough landmarks that you could get lost on the way. I yeah. think the writing is poor enough that it constitutes. <laughs> <laughs> just horrifying literature uh, in and of itself. My dad has watched all of the Twilight movies. I have. Oh, are we talking it. about Twilight? Oh. I... Yeah, the, twi- <laughs> the Twilight vampires. But then there's also Dracula vampires where, um, like, Dracula, a lot of people think he could not go out into the sunshine, but that's absolutely not true. He could. It would weaken him. He just him. didn't want to. He just did not <laughs> want I could do it to. if I wanted to. Right person. And also, I could fly if I wanted if to. If he wants to. Well, so we can, I guess we can consider that. Than this particular Santa in light of the various 
vampire traditions is in this case santa we have the invitation into the house factor considered yes santa blood drinker does that cause problems at the north pole is that why the north pole is so sparsely populated oh my god polar bears very generous sources of blood well, does he just hibernate until like one day out of the year like we've, we've there are hibernating vampires I'm, I'm almost certain that that's a thing uh, <laughs> Very comfortable. If we do underworld, they uh, the the vampire elders take turns every Um, hundred years. Another one wakes up and also given. I mean, if decorations are any sign of Santa's activity, he's waking up sooner and sooner every year. (laughs) Oh Oh, yes. So there is a reference point for this. I haven't seen this movie, or I think it's based on a graphic novel, but um. 30 Days of Night? Or oh, yes, I've seen... It is. Uh, yeah. Of course. So, did the vampires there only come out when it's dark in the Arctic Circle? Because uh, you, obviously you have pretty well, polar um, extremes. I know that I follow very good, the same... Very good, <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> polar extremes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We're probably not following the same official vampire rules as uh, the 30 Days of Night, but in that one, it's basically just one day, one of their Renfields had a great idea, and it's like, I'm going to go to this town, and I'm going to burn everyone's cell phones and uh, then you guys can come and, and eat people for 30 days it's just like an I'm, all you can murder mm, say I really enjoy my role as the person who has not seen things <laughs> I have <laughs> I not get seen to it hear either. these stories in little fragments and well, uh, again, welcome I'm to my sure wonderful the, uh, <laughs> the original author is listening to this podcast right now he's like that's not what happened <laughs> oversimplification you should you should read the comics fair. and watch the movie fair but. fair but yeah, it's, it's, I think also we could delve into that backstory. You know, the St. Nicholas, like, oh God, I'm so woefully under-equipped to talk about St. Nicholas in the actual historical aspect, but how was he sainted? How was he martyred? <laughs> is this what leads to the St. Uh, Nicholas? Well, uh, I'm his, not a Catholic, he is risen. but I think there's a rule that uh, in order to be a saint, you have to perform three miracles. That could be completely wrong, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure for a vampire, that'd be the easiest thing to do. Be like, all right, miracle number one. I can fly. Miracle number mm-hmm. two, I can make reindeer fly. Slash miracle number three, you can suck the blood out of people and turn them into shambling zombies. So that like... counts as a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we can turn water to wine, why not? Uh, why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, people into zombies. What does he do with the cookies? This version of Santa Claus, if he's not eating people, maybe he's found a way to... But uh, if he has the elves, he must be... Oh, maybe, he's, maybe he uses that to feed his elves. Maybe he's like he's putting them in the empty <laughs> space in the pack. After, yeah. So the, his Renfields doesn't have to eat bugs. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got a bag with enough presents for all the children of the world. Loading cookies in as you load the presents out yeah. would just be... So we were talking about going dark with this, but I feel like it's already yeah, getting more and more redemptive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's feeding and, his elves cookies. Sometimes I feel nice. like the origin story is so dark. So, like, do we want him to be able to have that redemptive arc? And I, the best villains are the ones that you can, like, really uh, understand or at least relate to on some level. So maybe, you know, he was part of the church and then they turned against him because the zombie thing was too much. I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is, That's kind of the plot of Priest, a little another vampire film. <laughs> oh, God, of course. <laughs> The, the easy one step into being a little darker is uh, he's he's a vampire who's up to this point been able to contain his vampiric lust, uh, bloodlust. Yes. With he smothers it with Christmas cheer. 
but you know we're getting more into the the early 2000s or wherever we're right now right? okay. and uh christmas cheer is dwindling and the world is getting darker and he's no longer able to hold off the the anger with christmas cheer because people just aren't christmas cheery anymore so you start to see the walls are cracking and he's starting to give into his vampiric bloodlust and he can't he's like jekyll and hiding at this point and like Mrs. Claus is doing everything she can, but the world is so dark, and then finally he just cracked. Does he get real mad about Starbucks cups? He do- That's it. That's got to be the inciting incident. He's <laughs> that like, was the straw. Oh, well, at least at least the popular coffee chain's cups still say Merry Christmas. And then Mrs. Claus is like, Chris, wait, I have to tell you something. Chris, do you don't, want anything from Postmates? Don't say it. They don't say Merry Christmas anymore. And he just like rips off no! his shirt. And he's like <laughs> off underneath. And he's like, they will all pay. So I, also, you know, the other things that are extremely <laughs> concerning about it, like the naughty list. So he's already got a list of people he wouldn't feel too terribly bad about killing. Oh, that's got to be it. Yeah. Like yeah, or the further the down on that list thing. you are. the I just have to have just just a taste of the blood. And then it's like he's an alcoholic or once he tastes the person at the bottom of the naughty list, he's like, I, OK, next one. Just just 10 more naughties. And then finally <laughs> 10 of, more naughties. He's drunk the blood of everyone on the naughty list and the world has fallen into a dystopia because so many people are mysteriously dying every Christmas. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to dip my fingers into this sweet, sweet, nice list. Well, you say sweet, sweet, nice list, but I think anybody who's ever eaten anything enjoys the naughty things way more than the sweet. (laughs) But there aren't any more naughty kids left. Kids? Oh, I'm talking about adults. Oh, okay. There's... The supply is endless. Or that's <laughs> not quite as dark, I guess. He's like, I've drunk all the the, children, the naughty children, so now I have to go out and fight crime and find like thieves and muggers and like <sighs> drink their blood. So Santa Claus meets Batman meets vampires. <laughs> oh, how? I mean, okay, wait. so is way up there? Vampires? Is that also happening? Oh, I, well, I'm sure at this point he's the last vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he would have really he hunts part of the vampires by making a blood scarcity so all the other vampires die do they die blood, if they don't drink blood, uh, blood scarcity, scarcity as in there's no people anymore yes he just killed everyone and then yet again we're doing another <laughs> world this plot has been used almost no one <laughs> that is oh gosh what is the name of the, the movie where like vampires have taken over the world and that there are oh, humans that, like left. mega man or no 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 <laughs> that one too i guess it's been done multiple times so many times i mean uh, but also vampire this is gonna bug me vampire hunting up up until a point because if he's taken the sacred oath or whatever in order to protect people despite their presence on the naughty or nice list uh, there there's something about hunting one's own I mean, um, which has also already been done with Blade and Blade 2 and any other iterations of Blade that followed. And people don't like to talk about this. Sometimes horror movies do. It, You know, you're just eliminating the competition. So, uh, mm-hmm. Sure, a little more, Predator on Predator. More violence. naughty for yeah, me. Maybe so I looked out. up the answer, by the way. That, it was going to drive me crazy. Uh, the movie I was trying to think of was Daybreakers, oh, where yes. uh, all the people are gone. There aren't any people left. It's just vampires. But the way I got there was I knew it was a Willem Dafoe movie. So I tried <laughs> to search for Willem Dafoe vampire movie. Evidently, he's done a so lot of vampire of them. movies. My goodness. So good for Willem. He's just off-putting enough. He's yeah. just yeah. unbelievable. He's been a vampire a lot human. of times. Or maybe he's just a... Maybe vampire. he is a vampire. Has go. anyone ever seen Willem in the Daylight? type again and again. So we've got a proposal for the arc of our story. So maybe this starts out with Santa Claus, vampire, being a hero 
because he's eliminating all the other vampires. Like, oh, he's going around, he's killing vampires, he's hunting <laughs> down, he's fighting the good fight. He's got all the other days of the year besides Christmas to do it. Exactly. So. And then, like, the turning point is that, oh, he's only been doing this, so he has unfettered access to all the blood in the world. Like, he's just, as you said, been eliminating the competition. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the film is just a bloodbath of Santa Claus just murdering people. I, I kind of like also like the same start, but taking it in like if this is the origin story for him, he's killing all the other vampires, getting ready, basically making his village because this is Santa Claus original circa 1400, wherever he started from. I don't know. He's killed Krampus. He's killed all the other vampires and he's just getting ready to feast on everyone. But then everyone's like throwing a party for him and a parade. And this is when he learns that. I can feed off of Christmas cheer. I don't need to eat people. I can just hibernate for 364 days and then keep up the Christmas cheer. And then fast forward to mm, as the cheer Starbucks to cups are gone. Yeah. And that's when it's like, oh, well, I tried. Uh, with respect to the, the Santa Claus story, too, um, and maybe you can tell me this, uh, Jack, <laughs> as the expert in as the expert in horror. Oh, oh um, I thought it was as the expert not in, in Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Uh, the expert in horror. Um, how many of them are actual Santa Clauses that are committing the murders, and how many are stand-in oh, Santa Clauses? Oh, more than you would expect, actually. Okay, the stand-in Santa Clauses. There's uh, there's a bunch of them where it's just a crazy person dressed as Santa. But uh, the wrestler Goldberg was a crazy Santa. There's rare exports where they uh, accidentally capture Santa, who is like a uh, some sort of like you said, Eldritch demon. Uh, so the answer is more than you would expect. <laughs> where they're like, well, why hasn't Santa been killing us this whole time? And they don't really answer. Just greater <laughs> he than could have zero. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it lends itself very much so to really good packaging as well. I mean, the the taglines write themselves. Most Christmas songs, I mean, they're based <laughs> on this man who watches you, oh, and yeah. like who <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. Well, and yeah. a great tagline, in my opinion, is just. You better watch out. (laughs) (laughs) You better watch out. (laughs) Following through further into that song, if we are talking about the naughty list, like, he knows if you've been bad or good, Mm. so be good. Santa Claus. He sees you when you're sleeping. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and Santa Claus. Santa Claus with a W. With a W, obviously. I mean, we could... Santa Slay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or Santa Slayer or something. something. (laughs) Is there like a vampire Santa Claus title we could like jimmy in there? Oh gosh, there's gotta be. Let's hmm. see. The Man in Red. Oh. Or the Slayer, but it's S L E I G H E R. Yes, the Slayer. Yeah. Vampire, vampire Slayer. slayer. But, oh. And then going in, you won't even think that he is a vampire. So that could be a twist. <laughs> that's the twist. Yeah, at that's the, halfway the point twist. Yeah, yeah like oh. before everything devolves. He's killing all the vampires, and then, yeah. And yeah. then he like has his vampire teeth when he goes oh, out to eat his know, villagers like, who are praising him. Yeah, you know, and like <laughs> whenever he was like. Sacrificed as a as a saint, he can be killing the vampires, and then he's turned by one, and he self loathes and vows to kill all the vampires, and then like we go into Jack's like bloodlust thing, like it's eventually <laughs> too much. It's a really exciting production opportunity because apparently Saint Nicholas, if Wikipedia is to be trusted, was a a third century CE oh, Christian bishop in a Greek city in modern Turkey, and so yeah. and when it was part of the roman empire so we can we can have oh. we could have like sort of a spartacus moment oh yeah we can i mean i don't even know what 
we could Greek throw in a joke about how minor looked like, but I'm going to have a turkey feast. the hell out of it. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so we're writing, uh, writing Jack out of the writing team <laughs> for that particular portion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, uh, Santa in some sexy gladiator sandals. Oh, my there God. There we go. There we go. I would watch just that movie. <laughs> It's like Santa it's really Claus just Gladiator, like oh a God, yeah. where he's blood and sand type. Oh, I hate to do this, but Roman that's actually movie. been done already too. The oh, Vampire yeah. Gladiator <laughs> was oh what? And you only find yes. out at the end that it's Santa Claus. Well, no, that part didn't happen. <laughs> oh well, then surprise twist ending. Okay. It wasn't Santa. Surprise twist. <laughs> <laughs> This was Whoa. just an intermission of a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good product. That oh, is yeah. Santa Claus Vampire Slayer. The man in a lot red. of wins in there. The man in red. <laughs> it's going to be a movie a with title, a subtitle, yes. a subtitle. <laughs> and then just, just add wink, a number. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. I might just have a nervous tick. <laughs> <laughs> And how do you, okay, so in the voiceover, how do you say a subtitle? It's Santa Claus, Vampire Hunter, The Man in Red. Part one of four, The Clausening. And then you you raise your voice and you sound happy. (laughs) So, uh, Coming to a theater near you. And coming to a theater near you. Christmas 2022. (laughs) Spread some good cheer. God, y'all, we need a... We we do need a redemptive story for Christmas 2022. Let's uh, let's keep brainstorming. <laughs> well, I mean, like I've always said, you could always uh, make it better by giving him a dog sidekick. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Santa Excellent Claus dog material. lover. <laughs> Hater of children, lover of dogs. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, claps all around. This has been. The Snake's Paw with Basic Pitches, featuring Matthew Morris, Andrew Ferrier, Jack Townsend, and our guest pitcher, Erica Durr. If you have your own movie pitch you'd like to hear us take a crack at, feel free to leave us a comment or a message. You can find us online at thesnakespaw.com and on Instagram or YouTube at thesnakespaw. If you like what you heard, you can support this project and more like it at ko-fi.com slash thesnakespaw. That's ko-fi.com slash thesnakespaw. Thanks for listening. See you again soon.